0: Alright. So yesterday, May eighth, I went to the SmackDown live television show. It was a live well, it was a live uh, television event. For those who watch WWE, they have SmackDown, they have Raw, they also have NXT. I already been to Raw about two years ago. And I just went to a live event just a couple of months ago. So, excuse me. Yesterday was my first ever, you know, smackdown. And it was awesome. The downside the downside about it is that I was by myself. But I think I'm kind of used to that by now. But I mean, just going by myself and just, you know, watching it. But I enjoyed myself. I thought it was great. So... The show by itself was just good. I thought the you know all the matches were pretty good. Like there was this one, there was this one match in particular that was Daniel Bryan versus Rusev it was a qualified match to get into the Money in the Bank, uh pay per view, which is actually happening next month. So actually that pay per view was three days after my birthday. Hint hint Gemini. <laughs> um. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, Rusev versus Daniel Bryan, this is going to be a good match. Whoever gets in, I will be happy. Daniel Bryan just got back into wrestling, and I'm really loving Rusev gimmick of Rusev Day. Because I feel like Rusev, when he came in to, you know, the main roster, you know, he was killing. He was United States champion. And then something happened, like... He wasn't getting used as much, so now with this whole Rusev Day gimmick, I feel like you know WWE is trying to push him a little bit more, which he deserves. A lot of superstars actually deserve a better push than what they're given. <clears throat> so I like I like Rusev and I like Daniel Bryan. I actually thought that Daniel Bryan was gonna win, but Rusev hit him with the Machka kick, and you know either way, you know I was satisfied. I mean. I'm wearing a Daniel Bryan shirt. Of course, I was rooting for Daniel Bryan, but I would love for other people to have an opportunity too. I would love for Daniel to have an opportunity because everyone knows what happened to him. He got injured and, you know, everything changed. But since he came back, he's been better than ever. And, yeah, that match was pretty cool. I I enjoyed that match. It was the main event, but not really the main event (laughs) because there was another match that was the main event. But we'll talk about that after this short break. And we're back. So, there were two women's matches. There was Charlotte versus Peyton Royce who get into the Money in the Bank. Because they're also doing the women's Money in the Bank. With Money in the Bank, um, buy them now, you know joining both Raw and SmackDown together, well, the brands are still separate. They're just doing the pay-per-views together. So, now it's Raw and SmackDown pay-per-views. Not how it was before where you just had a Raw pay-per-view and a SmackDown pay-per-view. They're all together now. At first, I liked the single-brand pay-per-views, but I'm okay with them together. But anyway, so it was Charlotte versus Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce came, you know, comes out with Billy Kay. And that was a pretty good match. You can tell that Charlotte was still kind of, you know, peed old about what happened between her and Carmella. And on a side note, no, I did not watch Backlash. I was actually going to watch Backlash today. And I think I might still do it. But anyway, so it was a good, you know, back and forth match. Charlotte did carry the match, though, because she is a lot stronger and more taller than Peyton Royce. But Peyton Royce holds her own. You know, I don't know why people don't really like the iconic duo, but I actually like them in NXT. Like, they kind of remind me of Lay Cool, but in a more... I don't know. Because both entities were pretty catty. But, you know. But I don't know. I, they kind of remind me of late. Like cool. But anyway. You know, Charlotte was nominated in majority of the match. And, you know, Charlotte won with the figure of eight. And I'm like, yes, Charlotte deserves to be in that match. Just for the simple fact of when she lost her belt to Carmella two nights after WrestleMania. I was like, damn. Like, it just got real. <laughs> so. I'm just like yeah. Charlotte's going to try to make her. You know come back or whatever. But yeah. It, it was a pretty decent match. The opening the match. Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. To get into it. I thought that was pretty incredible too. Um, Jeff Hardy almost had it. Until. Like he had. He had the match won. when he did a swan taunt. The only issue is, the way that he tried to pin the Miz, it's easy to get into, it's easy to lose like that. Because all you have to do is when you lay on someone with your back behind them, with your whole body in front of them. And they're on the back, they're on their back. They can easily just put you on a schoolboy and it's over. And that's exactly what happened. Like, Miz did the schoolboy, it was over. Like, it was a great back-and-forth match. Like, Jeff Hardy had it a few times. The Miz had it a few times. I thought it was an entertaining match. I thought it was pretty good. So, I'm not... I think Miz is probably the first SmackDown representative. Because if I'm not mistaken, I believe Finn Balor and Braun Strowman are already in it. Because I think it's like... eight people in the latter match, which I think is pretty cool. It's gonna be Carnage, <laughs> but it is also gonna be cool. Then you have Xavier Woods versus Cesaro. They already had a well, in the beginning not in the beginning of the show, but there was a um segment where, you know, Cesaro was pretty peed off about what happened last week when he lost to Xavier Woods and then um you know Cesaro was like, you know, I could do better. You know, pretty much like what macho men do. Like, oh well you lost this one. I could beat this guy. Da, da 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 like you know what macho men do. And, you know, after that he um Cesaro looks to do his, you know, luggage and stuff. Thinking that he had a scare, but it was pancakes. Side note I I like the whole pancakes gimmick. I think it's out of the the box, out of the world. You know, no one back then in the Attitude Era would actually think of something like that. So when they do pancakes and stuff like that, it's like, oh, all right. They think it out of the box. Like, that's what I like to see. A lot of people think it's crazy, but I love it. I I think it's cool. So, you know, they have their match. Of course, Cesaro is the, you know, the stronger one out of him and Xavier. But Xavier is no slouch. He's no punk. Like, Xavier can hold his own. He may be the mouthpiece, but he can hold his own just like any other smaller wrestler. Like, they can hold their own. But I thought it was a good match. Cesaro did win. Now, next week on SmackDown, there is going to be a qualifying match between The New Day, the New Day and Sheamus' Cesaro, also known as The Bar. I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm very intrigued to see how things go about. Then there was another match between Mandy Rose and Mandy Rose versus... Becky Lynch. That match. It wasn't really the match that really bothered me. Because I mean. Becky Lynch. You know she. Of course she was the aggressor. But I think what kind of tripped it off for me was. When Mandy Rose came out to that Lana. Slash Val Venus bullshit. I'm like what is this? What type of Lana Val Venus bullshit is this? Like. Mind you, Lana's music, entrance music, is kind con- like her interest music and Mandy Rose's interest music are kind of the same, if you really think about it. Like they're kind of the same. So I'm like I mean, I know what Lana was going for, but what the hell is Mandy Rose going for? Like, I remember Mandy Rose from Tough Enough, and I actually thought she was pretty decent. She still is. Is she one of my favorite? At the moment, no. But she's pretty decent. The match was ended by a pinfall. Well, by a roll-up by, you know, Mandy Rose. It was a pretty quick match. Like, Becky added one until Mandy grabbed a leg and then pinned her. One, two, three. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, that was just, excuse me, out of the ordinary, but... I digress. It wasn't that bad, but wasn't one of my favorite matches. Then, let's see. We had quite a few people talk about, you know, what they're going to do when they get into the, uh, you know, qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. Naomi says something. Ty Dillinger. Asuka. I know it was another person, but I just kind of forgot right now, but... They all spoke about, you know, money in the bank and getting at it and winning and cashing in and beating whoever they have to beat. Blase, blase. And then Paige says that... Paige said that, you know, there was going to be a... Well, before that, um... Page this. They, well, before that, Daniel, not Daniel, AJ and Shinsuke, they both met with Renee, and you know they wasn't cleared to wrestle and all that stuff. And the whole gimmick with—I don't know if this is a gimmick because I know Shinsuke does is not that great with speaking English, but he can write in English. Um, guess it's a good gimmick. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, he said, like, after their match at Backlash, you know, he was like, you know, I'm not finished with AJ. And AJ pretty much said, well, if he's not finished with me, that means I'm not finished with him. So that means if we got to keep going at it like this, then okay, we can do that. And then that's when later on Paige, the new SmackDown general manager, she came down. Well, she didn't come down. She came in the beginning, but... She was like, well, the main event will be, you know, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. That was a, I was, you know, I knew that the match wasn't really going to be long because of, you know, 205. But I expected it to be a little longer instead of ended by disqualification. But I'll get to that. So you have the cruiserweights two hundred five. I was actually I was surprised that they were actually in Baltimore. But then I'm like, no, because right after SmackDown is two hundred five, and then like you know, the crew they took like they were quick with it. Like do all they had to do like they was real quick with it, and like two hundred five. In some moments, they, you know, they up their game and they're not, they're not bad. I really do like the Cruiserweights. I just feel like, just like how the women was back then, they wasn't really given the opportunity to really shine. Since they have their own show, they can do that. So, you have, the first match, I believe, was Jack Gallagher and, um... The Brian Kendrick versus Lince Dorado and Grand Man's League with Kalisto by their side. I think they're called the Lucha House Party or something like that. I don't know who came up with the name, but whatever. It was a great back and forth match. Um, I think Lucha House Party is a good tag team, as well as Gallagher and Kendrick. They're a great tag team. Um... Lucha House Party won, like I said, it was a great back-and-forth match, and, you know, it was it was great to watch. After that match, it was a promo, I believe Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy, they both gave a promo. I know Mufasa Ali, Mustafa Ali, I know he gave a promo because they um, Mustafa was supposed to go against Buddy Murphy in a match. Later on. Because that was the main event. And you know. He was like. Well. You know. I'm the. Heart. Of. NXT. Because he was the heart. And I think Cedric was the soul. Or something like that. I I know it was something like that. But. Tony Nese. I think lost a match. Or something. I don't know if it was a gauntlet match. But he lost some type of match. And you know. Buddy was talking and stuff, and Tony Nies left out to get ready for his match. Not sure who the girl was, the announcer, well, backstage correspondent. I want to say it was da- Dasha Fuentes. I'm not sure, but I know he said something. And then, because he was avenging the loss to Mustafa Ali, you know, to get to WrestleMania to go against Cedric for the Cruiserweight Championship. And then Drake, Maverick, the GM, and Cedric had a talk next week. They're going to be in London. And, you know, the UK superstars, they're all going to be going against the Cruiserweights. And, you know, I think that's going to be a pretty interesting show. I actually can't wait to see it. So then you have Tony Nese versus a local wrestler jobber, <laughs> it's really fucked up when everyone is rooting for the jobber, that's how bad it is, like when everyone roots for the jobber instead of someone that's actually in the WWE, that's pretty sad, and of course Tony Nese, to me, is one of the most powerful, athletically gifted Athletes in the cruiserweight division and I feel like he deserves a hell of a lot more than what he's given like absolutely he deserves a hell of a lot more he you know was he was impressive to me when he was in the you know cruiserweight tournament and he impressed me now his gimmick is probably a little stale Charisma' probably a little stale, but with help with the creative, he'll be better. But with the match it was our it was one sided, and Tony Nice won. I already knew that, like I said, like I said, we didn't know the name of the guy of the jobber, but everybody was you know behind him, and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> And then... The main event. Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Great match. Probably one of the best cruiserweight matches I've seen in a while. Buddy Murphy with his power... Versus... Mustafa Ali with his aerial acrobatics and speed. Like, it, it was a great... Match all together. Like... Mustafa did like quite a few moves. Like there was this one move where he did like a DDT type thing with the ropes that was awesome. Um in the climax of the match he did like a um I don't know how to explain the move, but it was kinda like he was up in the air. He was up in the air and it was kinda kinda like a X Factor type move. And then Buddy Murphy at the end, I don't know what the name of the move was, but it was crazy, and Buddy Murphy won. It, it was a great back and forth match. I really enjoyed it. Like I took videos and took pictures and everything. It was cool. And then we actually get to the, um, you know, main event match, which was AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. The match was good. But, the problem with that was, it was too short for me, and then how it ended, like, Shisuke Nakamura got disqualified, so therefore AJ Styles, you know, won the title, but AJ's got his revenge, which was good, because you need to get some type of revenge after you just get hit with a steel chair, like, I would've did something like that too. But, um... Overall, I'll give SmackDown... If I had to scale from 1 to 10... I'd give it a 8.5. I, I'd give it a 8.5. Not all the matches were great, so that's why I got an 8.5. But, you know, there were some good moments. So... If anyone wants to talk about anything or want me to talk about anything, just hit me up here.